Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Strikes. Welcome to Rock Strikes Ten, the show guaranteed to always give you ten songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at rockstrikes10.cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you especially everybody who does that. Thank you to all the people that just like the page and also promote it on their page. You guys are awesome. When people like... Pods and Sods Podcast, and Andrew Jacobs, and Senzak, Chris Senzak of Decibel Geek Podcast. It really means a lot. Uh, even just sharing the shit that I put out there is awesome. So, thank you, friends. I've got a special treat. This one's dedicated to all the friends of the show, no matter whether I named you or not. You know, on this show, I do preach to purchase your music legitimately, and I always say that all the stuff I play on here, I purchased... But we're going to do something just a little different this week. Actually, a lot different this week. These are songs that I would happily purchase if they were made available. These are unreleased songs by notable bands. Some of my favorite bands ever. And they have these rare performances or songs, mostly covers, but a couple of unreleased demos uh, of, of songs that should have been on albums at this point, or live albums, or what have you. And I just really like the performances, and I think they should be heard by more people. So hopefully not getting to any kind of legal mumbo-jumbo, but, you know, this might be the show that gets me the cease and desist. I gotta say, I'm a fan, and this is a non-profit show, so let's just get down to it. You'll kind of see what I mean as the show goes on. Like I said, mostly rare one-off covers, live performances, but I try to get the best professional sound quality as humanly possible, whether they just come off of TV shows or webcasts or whatever. First song here I'm going to play is by a gentleman that I like a lot, Mr. Billy Idol. Sadly, I won't be able to attend Austin City Limits. Well, maybe not so much sadly, as Billy is actually the only act there that I would be excited about seeing. I wish he would come and do a Dallas show because the last time I saw him on the Super Overdrive tour, that was one of the best shows I ever saw, and I mean that. Uh, but if you attended his festival set at Rock M Ring back in 2005, exactly 10 years ago, on that said tour, you got a special, I think, one-time-only performance of Billy Idol covering the Van Halen classic, Jump. Here you go.
All right, kicking off the show here this week, that was Billy Idol doing a live cover of Van Halen's Jump. Is it a perfect note-for-note performance? No, but it's super fun, and I would have been happy to be there. Great band on that tour. Steve Stevens, of course, on lead guitar. Derek Sherinian, uh, formerly of Dream Theater, Kiss, Alice Cooper, you name it. Uh, Brian Tichy on the drums. Uh, there's a there's a talent right there. And Stephen McGrath on bass, who's been with them since the early 2000s, I believe. Definitely started on that tour for sure. And has been with them for, I think, a little over 10 years. So, there you go. If Billy comes to your town, go see him. I think I've said that before many times. But that guy gives you everything that you could possibly want out of him. Every possible hit and even a couple of deep cuts. Throw in some Gen X. Ah, the guy gets it. He's great. All right. Moving on here, yet another cover by a notable band. A band I played recently on the show as well, talking about Green Day. And if there's a band that definitely has an influence over them, you can name obvious people like The Who, The Kinks, you know, people like that, The Ramones, of course. But you would be remiss if you did not mention one of the greatest power trios of all time, punk power trios at that. I think they took a lot of influence from Husker Du, and they would tell you the same thing. One of the great bands of all time, Husker Du. But here's Green Day with a live cover of Don't Wanna Know If You Are Lonely. Green Day with a Husker Du cover of Don't Wanna Know If You Are Lonely. If you want to get the original version of that song, you can get that on Husker Du's Candy Apple Grey record, a great record, of course. And actually, uh, I didn't do this on purpose, but I'm now realizing now that the songs are all lined up here on the playlist, that the next song is almost an exact similar title. So back in 2000 or 2001, I want to say, after Motley Crue's new tattoo tour, they put out a live DVD of the pay-per-view concert they had for it that actually included the Anthrax and Megadeth set. So I actually got the pay-per-view. I got all sets, got them on disc now. But they put out the DVD, of course, with just their performance on there. 
That was uh, they were really good on that tour, actually, especially with the the cool factor of having Samantha Maloney on the drums for that one tour. She was filling in for Randy Castillo, who unfortunately didn't make it to the other end there. But uh, that sucks. But I saw that tour; it was a lot of fun. And so for the DVD, there's a really weird bonus feature on it of a song that they never released. It was like one of the first things they ever recorded. I mean, I'm talking about this is pre-Toast of the Town, pre-Stick to Your Guns, and it's one of the demos, I guess, that kind of they were shopping around at the time, like 1980. So, and uh, I guess the version that they have of it isn't like quite perfect in the mix. It sounds a little slower and uh, because Vince's vocals sounds like he's in a really low register. But they put this out as an audio-only special feature on the DVD of the Lude Cruden Tattoo DVD. So if you've never heard this before, I mean, it's on you know the YouTubes of the world and stuff, but it has never been on a proper Motley release uh, as like on, in CD form. So I figured, hell, let's play it on the show here. So this is Motley Crue with a similar title here. Check this out. Nobody knows what it's like to be lonely.
All right, there you go. All six and a half minutes of it there. Probably could have stood to have a little bit of editing on it, but hey, if you've never heard that before, that is a gem. That's Motley Crue with Nobody Knows What It's Like to Be Lonely with the original lineup there, of course. Nikki, Tommy, Mick, and Vince. All right, anybody gone to that farewell tour? I'm thinking about going again. They're coming back to Dallas. The fourth time they've been to Dallas on their farewell tour. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I want to go because the show is great. I got to say, uh, I even said this maybe on the show already. Vince is singing like it's his last tour. He's actually getting most of the lyrics out there. So that there's a good reason to go. Uh, but I'm a little pissed at Nikki. Actually, I'm really pissed at Nikki because he was bashing Martin Popoff on uh, social media a few weeks ago. And, and not deservedly, I may add. I think that's bullshit that Nikki would get angry about Martin Popoff. Martin fucking Popoff writing a book about Motley Crue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in it for the money. The guy wrote a fucking book about UFO. Yeah, he's... Boy, he's a gold digger. You know, and every band that Martin has written about is an icon. Ozzy, Deep Purple. I mean, come the fuck on, man. The guy's a fan. He's not a cash grab. So, Nikki Six, you publicly owe Martin Popoff an apology on stage, on your radio show, and on social media. Until then, your mother, Nikki. All right? Anyway. Still like the music, you know? Trust the art, not the artist, right? All right. <laughs> Let's get into another one off cover. Actually, uh, not so much a one off. This band has performed this cover multiple times. They just haven't committed it to a proper release yet, like a CD or vinyl record. Uh, but man, when this band does covers, actually, uh, you know, for those of you who know me, I'm a Cardigans fan. Love the Cardigans. I think that, yeah, I've done my whole I think they're ghosts theory. But anyway, uh, you know, they've done a handful of Black Sabbath covers during their career. And of course, the bit on it is they take the Black Sabbath song and they make it all Swedish poppy. You know, the Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, Iron Man, and they make it all happy sounding because they like the songs, so it's it's a neat twist. Well, they went ahead and covered a third Black Sabbath song, but here's the twist. They do a cover of Changes, and you're saying, well, Changes is a ballad, so it's not really so morose, you know, at least for Sabbath, it's not heavy. So they took Changes and turned it into an up-tempo number. Kind of a reverse in a way, I guess. I don't know how you describe it, but once again, flipping the script on the Black Sabbath classic, as only the Cardigans can do. So here you go. Sweden's finest, the Cardigans. Uh, BBC session, I believe. And here's their cover of Changes.
took so long to realize, and I can still hear his last goodbye. And now. There you go. That's beautiful, isn't it? Nina Person has one of the great voices ever. Just makes you feel good. But there you go. That was the Cardigans with Changes from a BBC radio session, 2003, I found out there. And, uh, you know, for those of you who are big Sabbath fans or just love covers in general, there's another great cover of Changes out there that you got to hear. And I would have put it on this episode. But it was actually a limited edition release during Record Store Day. So it exists as a 45, but it's not on like a CD or it's not on iTunes or anything. But you can listen to it like on YouTube and stuff like that. And I played this man on the show before. Go look up Charles Bradley's cover of Changes. Oh my God. Sounds like Sabbath covered him. Because, you know, it's it's freaking on Daptone Records. Daptone Records sounds like stuff from the Stax Records days. So... It's great. So go look up Charles Bradley changes Black Sabbath cover, whatever. However you get there, get there. Trust me. All right. More one-off covers. Mostly covers, like I said on this show. A couple of demos, mostly covers. This is a, a song that uh, the Smashing Pumpkins actually were covering uh, pretty much during the entire duration of the Oceana tour, the last tour they did prior to this one. And... They did two covers during the tour, that I know of at least. This one, and they actually did a one-off, I think just once, in Rio, doing Kiss's Black Diamond, with their drummer singing the lead vocals, as you're supposed to when it's Black Diamond. And that's very cool and stuff. I'm going to save that maybe for a future Kiss cover show or something, but on this entire tour, they did a really, in my opinion, great cover of David Bowie's Space Oddity, a song you've heard a billion times. But I dig Smashing Pumpkins' take on this, so check it out. Smashing Pumpkins with Space Oddity.
There you go. That was the Smashing Pumpkins with a live cover of David Bowie's Space Oddity there from the last tour, the Oceana tour. I believe that was like a Guitar Center special performance or something like that. Yeah, cool clip of that too. It looks like they're playing on a rooftop somewhere. I think it was in Austin, Texas, if I'm not mistaken. So cool footage. Great cover in my opinion. They always uh, do the epic well. And uh, sadly, I don't think I'm going to be able to see them on this tour. But I'm going to go ahead and play you something by his tour mate this year, Marilyn Manson. Pretty much all these bands are no strangers to this show, especially recently. I know I've played most of these bands recently, but hey, sorry about that if it bothers you. Uh, but some of the, pretty much some of the only bands I could think of that had really good one-offs. So another cover here, and Manson's put out his, his share of covers in his career on CD, on his own releases on soundtracks but this one has never made it on anything and as far as i know the only time he ever performed it was during a uh, certain let's say certain cable channel that used to play music one of their new year's eve shows so that's where this audio is from the audio is a little rough but i think it's a cool enough performance great energy and gotta love the hollywood lineup of manson that was a great lineup john five on guitar there so here you go marilyn manson kicking down the door with their cover of Cheap Tricks, Surrender. Let's go. 
Yet another example of Marilyn Manson covering the classics as only he can. That was Manson's cover of Surrender. Hope you enjoyed that. Hopefully my cheap trick friends and purists out there don't hate me for playing that. I like the version, what can I say? I like Manson. Love cheap trick. So there you go. Uh, from a song that Manson covered here on this one-off to a song that Manson has covered before. And this one is by Cheap Trick. Yeah, see what I did there? All right. I'm so clever, let me tell you. Gosh. That one took all of two minutes for me to figure out. <laughs> so so here is Cheap Trick's version of Highway to Hell. Enjoy. Possibly, uh, maybe arguably the greatest rock and roll singer of all time, Robin Zander. And of course, Cheap Trick with their version of ACDC's Highway to Hell. Show unknown, date unknown, I have no idea. It sounds to me like it's from the early 90s, but I could be wrong. I should have really done my homework and messaged BJ or Ken to find out. I'm sure they know the exact date on that. So while I'm going ahead and mentioning Ken and BJ, you should listen to the Cheap Talk with Trick Chat podcast. It's great awesome good show good show all right moving on here we're going to get away from the covers for just a few minutes here uh getting into a song that's pretty much completed in demo form 
and didn't make the record. Uh, I have my theories on why. This is a really cool song, especially for this era of the band. It's definitely a standout, but, uh, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll see what you think. If you're a hardcore fan like I am of Twisted Sister, if you're a true SMF, and I'll go ahead and dedicate this one to Pete from Spacebeard, and maybe you hear a similarity between this song and a song from the previous album that Twisted Sister put out. There's your hint. Uh, but here you go. This is a song that was demoed for the Love Is For Suckers album, 1987. This is Twisted Sister with a song called I'm Not Everybody. there you go hope you enjoyed that and uh you know yeah I, i'm definitely a fan that will defend love is for suckers for the most part i think it's a pretty cool record i don't think it's a tried and true twisted sister release i definitely think it was a d solo album uh and as far as i understand it pretty much is and it was contractually put out as twisted sister because they owed one more album to atlantic uh that and that truly should have been d's debut solo album but whatever there you go that was a song called I'm Not Everybody. There's a good, like, uh, there's all the demos for that album pretty much exists on YouTube in, in either partial or full-length form. That's one of the few full-lengths out there, but good stuff. I liked it. I think the quality is good enough to play on this show. What do you think? And I feel like the melody is very similar to the song I Believe in You from Come Out and Play. Uh, it's it's a decent song to lift from considering it wasn't a big hit and a deep album cut for sure so kind of stealing from themselves but i like the different twist on it i think that song definitely should have been on the record but maybe that's why it wasn't just a theory of mine but anyway i'm gonna dedicate this next one especially to mr andrew jacobs i'm actually not playing the request he asked for on the show i was gonna originally play a kiss demo 
of Gene's song, Yes, I Know, Nobody's Perfect, which uh, was demoed all the way back on the Asylum record and wound up getting realized on the Sonic Boom record, which I love that song. I think it's one of the best Gene songs ever, but uh, the quality on it, just I, I couldn't get it mixed down well enough to play on the show and not be annoying, at least in my opinion. So this is my dedication to Andrew as a hopefully a makeup here. I know he's been on a big STP Velvet Revolver kick, so... Here's a cover song in the studio that Velvet Revolver never released. And here is them covering Aerosmith's No More, No More. Check it out.
right, there you go. That was Velvet Revolver's take on Aerosmith's No More, No More, a song that originally appeared on the five-star classic Toys in the Attic. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, uh, that's probably the biggest cheat I have on this particular episode because, I, like I said, I'm playing stuff that's never been released ever, and there actually is a CD that exists. It's like an EP CD of cover songs the velvet revolver did and they they had it out there to promote their first album and uh but it was never commercially made available it was only it only existed as a promo a little like sleeve with like the three songs on it uh the other two covers were them doing surrender actually by cheap trick <laughs> you gotta love surrender right i mean why not and they also did a version of Nirvana's Negative Creep. So it's an interesting cover EP to get your hands on if you can find it out there. Maybe in the dollar bins, you know. It's possible. But uh, yeah, so it did get pressed on CD, but you can never legitimately buy it is basically what I'm getting at. So just in case anybody was going to send me an email about that. I, I, I know, I get it. But I think that's close enough. I hope you've enjoyed this particular episode of the Unreleased Songs. This one right here, I think this is a great performance. Uh, I don't understand why this wasn't put out as like an entire live album, uh, but it was a great special when it aired. And, you know, I like me some Bon Jovi. So back in 92, I want to say, around that time during Keep the Faith, they did a evening with Bon Jovi on MTV. Not unplugged because it's not truly an unplugged event. Well, it's about as unplugged as Nirvana's were, were, right? You know, the the plug-in guitar that he never got any shit for. Uh, anyway, I digress. But, uh, yeah, it was like half electric, half acoustic, like intimate settings, sit down in a circle, just like the Elvis Comeback special, the show that started it all. Uh, but here's a song. You can't get this on any Bon Jovi record, not even the box set, and not on their live album. Uh, just it's nowhere to be had, and it's a great version of this song. So here you go, closing out the show here. This is Bon Jovi with their cover of With a Little Help from My Friends.
sing it, boys. Don't you believe in a love at first sight? I'm sure it happens all the time. What do you see when you turn out the light? I can't tell you, but it sure does feel nice. I get Closing off the show here this week, that was Bon Jovi doing Joe Cocker's version of the Beatles song with a little help from my friends. Of course it is, right? Uh, But I hope you enjoyed that. I think that's a really cool performance. Band was really tight there. And uh, yeah, I don't know why it ever got put out. Maybe uh, Maybe it's a legal thing. I don't know. Maybe the royalty rate is too high on the Beatles. They didn't want to pay Michael Jackson at the time. Out of protest, right? All right. But there you go. I mean, there's... As far as I know, this is pretty much it. I don't think there's really a whole lot more out there that are just that cool to play on the show. If I'm wrong, let me know. Feel free to paste these on the Facebook wall or or whatever. Email them to me. PM them to me. If you find any great one-off performances that you absolutely cannot buy in stores or digitally, let me know. Maybe someday down the road, years from now, there will be a volume two of this. Until then, keep purchasing your music legitimately. I want to thank everybody for listening to this particular episode. So go to the website there, rockstrikes10.cnjradio.com, where all the episodes exist, even the ones that aren't on iTunes anymore. That's where you go, rockstrikes10.cnjradio.com. Thank you, everybody, friends of the show and all that. Extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the outro song. Awesome as always. Looking forward to uh, talking to you when your new record comes out. That's going to be a good one. And the show I was teasing a few episodes back, it still hasn't happened yet, but it will. I promise you, it will. And you'll know when it happens. So until then, see you on the next episode. And everybody, have fun. (laughs) 